0: on this episode of the playbook i have travis mills rapper singer and actor and nick gross his partner ceo of gross labs big noise music group and find your grind and we're going to talk about what it's like to be on tour with a purpose and i am not a rock star join me for all this and more on the playbook this is entrepreneurs the playbook where each week I bring you some of the greatest athletes, celebrities, and entrepreneurs to talk about their personal and professional playbook to success and what made them champions on the field and in the boardroom. I'm your host, David Meltzer. I have two megastars, Travis Mills, everyone knows, rapper, singer, actor, and my boy, Nick Gross, CEO of Gross Labs, Big Noise Music Group, and my favorite, Find Your Grind. Uh, Welcome to the playbook, guys. Thank you so much for having us, man. We're excited. So tell Yeah, yeah, let's do it. How'd you guys get together? That's my first question.
1: So I met Nick, I want to say like seven years ago now, uh, through a mutual friend. And the funny thing is, is that I had been working at his studios that he owns for quite some time. And a friend connected us when we were both there and was like, yo, do you know Nick? And so we started talking he told me he played drums. And this is in my like solo project days. And, um, it was just a coincidence that my drummer at the time couldn't play a show that I had coming up. I was doing this charity show around Christmas. And so I asked Nick, I was like, hey, do you want to you know, learn these songs and play a show with me? And he was like, of course. So we did, and you know, we had some rehearsals together. We played the show, it went amazing. Uh, and we always kind of kept in contact uh, for some years. And then in 2019, he posted uh, an Instagram story of him playing drums and was like, I miss being on tour. And I was driving. I saw I saw this while I was driving. I don't recommend anyone to be on Instagram while while you're in <laughs> a motor vehicle. Um, and so I, I responded and I said, "Me too," because I'd taken a three to four year hiatus from music at that point. And um, I picked up the phone and called him right away, and we started, you know, the inception of what girlfriends would be and what it would sound like and and what we wanted to do.
2: Travis and I, Travis and I had a baby, and it it was called girlfriends.
0: Yeah, and it's uh, just taken off and grown from there, especially even during COVID. And now you guys have the internet killed the rock star big noise music tour, and uh, you guys are touring around. What inspired you? You know, it's so hard. You know, I've been on that side of the game for so long to make a plan when you have a pandemic. Uh, You know, to make a plan to tour out. You know, what were some of the challenges that you faced as entrepreneurs? figuring out all right we know there's a huge demand for this but how do we plan it because in any given moment they could say uh you know hey sorry you're not allowed in here
1: yeah i think you know for nick and i we had maybe had a three or four studio sessions as a band you know from launching this in december of 2019 when COVID hit and you know i think the the thing about nick and i that works so well is like we're able to pivot, right? When something's not working, we can kind of, you know, hit a 180 and, and go the other way. And we always kind of find a way. So, you know, at the inception of this band, the world kind of shut down. And so what we, we looked at each other and we're like, all right, well, let's make the best use of our time. Like I had a TV show that I was filming that got put on pause. You know, we had a bunch of other things that we were working on that kind of had to stop because of coronavirus. So we locked ourselves in a studio and, you know, we made the album. And I think we, we were able to do it a lot quicker than if the world hadn't been, you know, quote unquote normal. Um, And then, you know, then there was a conversation of like, well, how do we announce this new project? You know, there was all of these protests and, you know, people are struggling and hurting and it felt a little kind of self-serving to be like, hey, check us out, we're a new band. So it was a lot of like kind of extending the goalpost, you know, like, okay, it doesn't feel right this month, let's push it back. And And then there comes a time when it's like, No time is going to be the perfect time. So we kind of just got to bite the bullet and do it now. And and that's what we did. And we put a song out, you know, at the end of June last year, that was kind of our introduction to the world. And we've kind of been hitting the ground running ever since.
0: And on the business side, Nick, you know, what were some of the things that you were concerned about beyond the emotional aspect and the support that you guys have always given to your community? What were some of the business issues that you were concerned about?
2: Man, uh, that's a great question. I mean, uh, obviously, from a business perspective, anyone's first question is, you know, are we going to be able to get through this? And thankfully for the the businesses, I guess, that I've, uh, I'm involved in from a music angle, you know, Big Noise, we were able to continue to put music out, which was great. You know, we were able to launch a, a mental health initiative called Together We Make Noise, which was all directed towards songwriters and musicians in the industry and really creating this conversation around mental health, which obviously has been such a... Focal point here over the last 18 months um due to COVID and uh you know, uh, being involved in an esports organization like Rect Global, which was a, a exciting one. Obviously, a lot of kids indoor, you know, playing video games. So th- that was an industry that actually, you know, boomed with with COVID in a really cool way. And um so yeah, I think for, for me personally, I'm thankful to have been able to continue business and, and finding ways, I guess, within each of those businesses to to give back to other communities and to help other people who are going through, um, tough times, you know? So yeah, it's been, uh, it's been pretty fun and especially with find your grind too. You know, it's like, we know having just had our conversation around, around FYG, but, you know, helping kids find a direction and a a purpose in a time like this has never been more important too. So just continuing to push it forward, you know, just like everybody else.
0: Yeah. Neither of you are strangers to grinding, right? You both uh, symbolize a spirit of excellence Two guys that, you know, you need to be what you can be to have that desire to be the best you can be and pursue your potential. But Travis, you also have a podcast and leveraging that, you know, obviously been in that game and saw my own efforts over the last four years, just exponentially grow uh, as people not only wanted to listen to music and play esports, but, you know, as much as I used to go with the Pro Bowl, Super Bowl, Masters, Kentucky Derby and Breeders' Cup more people wanted to come to the podcast and I know they come to yours as well. What was a lesson that you learned that you weren't anticipating about doing your podcast, you know, which is different than, you know, making music and and being on tour. What was a nuance that you found different, but also valuable to your career that you didn't expect?
1: I mean, I think if anything, during the pandemic, you know, before coronavirus, I had one show on Apple music, you know, the Travis mill show throughout the course of the last year, I've launched three shows with Apple Music. Um, and, you know, we were going into the studio and I was doing all of these interviews in person. And, you know, it was a great chance to like connect with people when COVID hit that all stopped. So it was once again, being, you know, able to pivot and like find what works. So like, if that means I'm doing the show from my house and I'm doing it on FaceTime or zoom, and, you know, I got my, my little Apple mic right here that like, you know, they sent me and it, it, it had never been done before, but what, what I learned from that was like, this is an amazing opportunity because now I'm not kind of tied to an hour commute there, sitting in a studio for two hours, then an hour commute back. I can literally talk to five times the amount of people that I would get to talk to in a day. And so I think it grew the show, you know, and it, and it enhanced relationships with these actors, authors, artists, athletes, you know, that I wouldn't have usually had. Um, all of that time and all of that, that kind of, you know, schedule, like my schedule wouldn't allow it. So, you know, it, just the sheer volume of conversations I was able to have because everyone was at home, it was incredible. And I think that's a testament to just like being open and, you know, when roadblocks come up, you find your way, you know, you find your way around them. And, and that's something that I feel like Nick and I have done our whole lives.
0: And, you know, with your new single, uh, which came out July 9th, uh, Tattoo, you know, it's interesting because what has changed with releasing a new hit song comparatively to pre pandemic, did you have a lot more time to promote or, you know, where were the nuances there, Nick, on the business side of of launching, you know, this hit single?
2: I mean, I think for us, it's, I just, I go back to, you know, um, quantity in a sense, right? Like there's just so much, out there today and so, uh, many artists and so many different ways to put your music out so many different ways. I mean, look at all these TikTok stars now who have become, you know, suddenly become musicians really quickly and suddenly become these huge rock stars, which to me is somewhat questionable in a sense, but you look at, you know, different ways of which how, you know, many people are putting things out and distributing content. And I, I, I think COVID was a, I hate even saying the word COVID, but the past 18 months, you know, has really been, um, yeah, I think a time for a lot of people to explore and be more open and start to be more creative and more thoughtful around, you know, how how to get recognized and get noticed and stuff. And for Travis and I, I guess with Tattoo, it's just about, um, you know, continuing to feed music to our fans and continuing to feed the, the system with stuff that we're excited about. You know, we have so much music that we're constantly making. And I think probably the, you know, the, the, the more you sit on things, I think the the less chance you have to to have a song that breaks out, you know? Um, so yeah, we're really excited about the song and uh, we've never been as excited about a song as this one. So we're stoked.
0: That's awesome. And that mindset isn't easy to keep over the last 18 months and you have together, we make noise, you know, your guys is spreading awareness and resources about mental health. Did you guys face any challenges uh, yourself with mindset or mental health uh, during the last 18 months? You know, a lot of people, the significant changes that occurred caused them, you know, a bunch of anxiety, depression. Did you guys face any of that or were you in a good space that you were just capable of helping so many other people that were facing challenges?
1: I mean, I've struggled with mental health my entire life, you know, before COVID I've had debilitating anxiety, depression, um, You know, and that that was something that I wasn't always the most public about. I feel like, you know, 10, 12 years ago when I was signing my first record deal, it wasn't really something that you could bring up. Um, And through the course, you know, this new vessel that is Girlfriends, that's something that we've embraced, you know, and I feel like that's why we're so proud of what we're doing. Like, I've never been more honest or vulnerable um, with the music that I've made. And I think it comes through in the songs, but we're also... know we're we're giving that that platform that that we're building back to the fans and you know we had a song that came out last year that instead of shooting a you know quote-unquote hollywood music video you know we took to social media and talked to our fan base and said hey what are some of the things that you guys struggle with like this is what we struggle with we want you to be a part of this and like tell this story and so we had you know over 150 people send us in submissions you know whether it was depression whether it was body body dysmorphia whether it was suicide whether it was the death of a loved one and kind of come on and tell their story in a video format and we made we made a music video and like you know that to date is probably like one of my favorite things that we've been able to do as a band and just kind of going on youtube and you know reading the comments or getting an instagram dm of like you know i thought about killing myself tonight and somehow this came up on my youtube and I'm still here. Like, I, I'm like, I get the shivers, like just talking about it, you know, like that, that's powerful stuff. So like, if Nick and I can do that and, you know, just create one, just one little, you know, sense of positive change in the world, I, I think we're doing the right thing.
0: Yeah. It's, it's amazing. You know, Nick, it's like a calling, uh, even as I speak around the world, you know, someone will tell me, you know, Hey, I don't know who the hell you are, but I don't know even why I'm here, but something told me how to be here. And then after the speech, they'll come up, you know, just sobbing saying, Hey, I was contemplating killing myself and your messages, you know, those coincidences And through social media, as we all know, you don't know who your impact uh, in impacting with your music and with your message, because it is a frequency uh, that resonates. And it's not all the time what your music, you know, says, it's what people hear. And sometimes, they really need to hear what you guys are are, are talking about and the messages that you're giving. What impact, Nick, um, has it had on you working and helping people uh, with their mental health and providing the resources that you guys do and awareness that you do? What impact has it had on your life?
2: I just I I just feel super thankful to have a platform like Girlfriends with Travis that's able to put out positive music and create an emotional connection to something you know like I've, i'm not going to sit here and say that i've i've had huge issues with mental health like travis has and like so many other people have i have just i've looked at how can i find ways to build platforms and to build ideas that can positively impact the world and create positive energy and positive momentum for people um with whatever they're struggling with and i think for girlfriends for us it's just a great way to you know if looking out into the audience and to connect with fans, to see that they're emotionally connected to something that we've put out through this platform, I think is the biggest win for me to, to hopefully cause a change in a reaction in someone, hopefully for the better and for the positive. And, you know, I've been a pretty half half glass full type of guy my whole life, you know? And, and I think for me, I kind of, you know, I, I want to bring that energy and that positivity and enthusiasm, not only to the business stuff, but to people into the world. in a time that I feel like really needs it. And, um, you know, been been thankful to be able to create some of those things for sure.
0: Yeah, I think it's people like you and I, Nick, that caused part of the problem that Travis faced 12 years ago, right? Like total optimists, you know, people like us always happy. And, you know, if you bring up, oh, I'm depressed or anxious, you know, idiots like you and I, and I'm, I'm sorry to group you in me, but I'd be like, oh, just look at the the bright side of it. You know, the, the glass is half full, you know, like, what are you talking like? That's like the last thing someone that's facing depression or anxiety wants to hear. Like, yeah, just be positive, dude. Yeah, thanks a lot, idiot. That's me. Uh, but anyway, I think it's really important, though, because in raising the awareness, and this is a big issue for me, is I'm on a mission to empower over a billion people to be happy facing mental health issues, et cetera. I think it's important for the optimists and the top out there to realize you just can't tell someone to be happy, right? We, we have to help uh, in different ways by empowering them and connecting emotionally and providing resources so that people can shift their paradigm and be happy. And, uh, I appreciate all you guys are doing last question real uh, quick. I just, I just have to ask, you know, you guys are going on tour, selling out shows. How do you, how do you pick who you tour with? You know, I I've always wondered like, you know, is it about the money or is it personalities? Like, or is it talent-wise? What do you guys look at in order to pick who you want to tour with?
1: I don't I, don't I mean, think Nick and I have ever done anything with this band for the money. Like, first and foremost, you know? Like, it, money has never really been a discussion for us. Um, and I hope that never changes, you know? I think for this tour specifically, uh, I've been friends with Mod for, you know, Mod son. Um, I want to say 12, over 12 years. Uh, I've known Tyler for probably just as long as I've known Nick. In fact, like I introduced Maude to John Feldman, which like brought him into this. So like it really in like and I know people say this, but I mean this in every sense of the word, like this tour feels familial. It feels like a family, a big group of friends that's going to go out, sell out these shows and, you know, try to put on the best concert that we can every single night. Oh, You guys are absolutely doing Nick.
0: Any final words as well?
2: No, I mean, I, I agree to every point of that. It's been really fun to like create a big noise family tour off of this, ga- you know, out of the gates, everyone's back finally September playing a lot of shows and to create something that's like, you know, insular like this through the label is super important to me, but I feel like it, touring in general is so relationship driven, you know, for a lot of young acts that are like, how do I get on the big tours and things like that? It's, it's just like anything in business, you know, kind of a very relationship oriented, you um, you know, network kind of approach to finding the right opportunities for you. And that's just kind of how it's always been for us, I guess, to this point.
0: Yeah. I'll tell you this. I've been blessed to be on tours and I always get the best part about it. Cause I get like one night on the bus, you know? And so for me, <laughs> like, super cool. And it, like, I, I think they like having me there. Cause like a, a break by having me on there, but, uh, I've been on with Slayer, little John, uh, slightly stupid, some, some really good bands, really good times, but, you know, one night's enough. That's all I got to tell you. Um,
2: one, one night, one night, never one nights in a row, David. So. Yeah. One night never turned into 10 for you, David.
0: Uh, we, Yeah. You know, the, you know, the history that I, I, uh, I got Jaeger brave and almost lost my wife over it, but yeah, it, it's turned yeah, into yeah. It <laughs> Anyway, man, you guys have just shared a great playbook to success. One, this philanthropic, how you can, Even if it's not your intention, make a lot of money, help a lot of people and have a lot of fun with your lives and change and impact people. I appreciate both of you. What a blessing both of you are. Check out the podcast, check out the new single. You got to check out both of these guys, Travis mill show, please everybody together we make the noise let's heal together and of course the new single tattoo i have my two friends who i will be touring with at least one night travis mills and nick gross let's make it happen thank you so much i hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the playbook as much as me on a personal note i just wanted to thank everyone for making the playbook such a success don't forget to continue it by sharing subscribing and listening to your favorite episodes this is dave Meltzer with the playbook